high blood pressure, burnout, quietly quitting, quietly firing. All of these are symptoms of a toxic work culture. Today's discussion, my co-host and I will talk about checking our attitude at the door, eliminating toxicity in the workplace. Let's talk about it. Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. This is season four, episode two. I am Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development. Hi, and I am Lakivia Johnson, also known as Lucky, the founder and lead education catalyst of Steps Academic Advising and Education, LLC. Thank you all for being with us again today. Oh, wait, and it's Memorial Day. Let's not forget, we have to definitely take a moment to honor the leaders who gave their lives for us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Um, So, yeah, we're talking about checking our attitude at the door. And we know talking about uh, toxic relation, not relationships with toxic uh, toxicity in the workplace, eliminating toxicity in the workplace. So. You know, with that question, you know, of course, I want all of our lead, uh, our listeners uh, who are leaders uh, and, and, and whatnot to really think about what does toxic culture, what does a toxic workplace look like? More importantly, what does it feel like? What is its impact on your mental state, your physical state? And of course, your work performance, you know, what does that what does that feel like? So, again, you know, let's just have a discussion about that. Lucky, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So let's walk everyone through this this video that prompted our discussion about the toxic workplace. Right. Yeah. So remember the video I sent you from Emmanuel Makula, um, who actually is in Zambia, Africa, <laughs> He has over 25,000 followers, um, but he basically runs an organization that um, promotes team building and teamwork in, in, in organizations. So he posted this video on LinkedIn and it said it was the impact of tolerating a toxic person on the team. And in this video, we see about 10 or 15 people sitting on this fence, all lined up perfectly. They're comfortable. Everything is going well. They appear to be completely in sync. And then all of a sudden, someone runs up, sits next to them, and they all fall off the fence. Oh, my goodness. I had to send this to you like, this is ridiculous. Look at this. Because that is exactly what a toxic workplace and environment does. Like, what, what do you say about that? Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that, you know, I was thinking about when I looked at it, right, was... Uh, <laughs> So, you know, while everybody's sitting up there comfortable and in sync, you know, uh, did they invite this other person uh, mm. to come up there and sit on the uh, sit on the fence, or you know, did the person invite himself? Today's episode of Leadership Is Podcast is brought to you in part by. JM Leadership Development, where we help organizations to fill or build their leadership bench, 
If you would like to have a half hour discussion on how we can do that, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can email us at thejasonamohammed at gmail.com and we will respond promptly. Always remember, leadership is influence and service. Leadership it requires teamwork. And it is so powerful when leaders get together and support each other and bounce ideas off of one another because I would have never thought about how, you know, whether or not this person running up knew what was going on and just decided they were going to crash the party or anything like that. All <laughs> I saw from my end was everybody fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. It's 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 a, it's amazing how uh, personalities can come together and not have known each other for quite a while, but just connect and just, you know, come into or, you know, in the process of forming a real uh, synergy and, you know, like mm-hmm. you and I are, uh, you know, doing. And so, and it just looks, you know, looking back at that video, it's like, man, like all these guys were just sitting there, like organized, looked in p at peace you know um mm. and then all of a sudden here's this this train wreck you know here's this uh really here's this um disruption that comes mm. in and disturbs that peace right mm-hmm. and so that's what uh toxic persons or people can do in an organization that may seem like it is um uh, in sync, right? But some, but COVID nineteen taught me a great, valuable lesson. And what was that? That lesson is that it really didn't change anything in America mm-hmm. or the world. What it did was it exposed the weaknesses in the infrastructures of organizations that was always there. It just unveiled it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so. Uh, so is is so looking at that and thinking about toxicity and people that are toxic, you know how sometimes you can be introduced into an organization. Everybody shakes your hand and hi <laughs> and welcome to the organization. Mm-hmm. And, and then all of a sudden, once you get into, uh, uh, you know, have been there for a while, what what called what is called um, hedonic adaptation. Hedonic mm. adaptation is when the thing that was new now becomes the norm and mm-hmm. then people begin to settle back into their original state of mind. Right. You know, and so what what do you think about that? Like going into a new organization and, you know, seeing that happen. Well, you know, I'm a certified project management professional or project manager, right? And one of the challenges with um, in project management or being a project manager is the need to rely on everyone else. So while we want to go in there and sometimes projects are new and people are excited, it is a, a setback when everybody kind of resorts back to the way things were before. Um, you know, and I don't ever want to be the, the problem that cr- the person that creates the toxic environment. So I, I, I struggle with that sometimes because I want there to be a, a healthy, happy environment. But then did you know that sometimes being the happiest person in the room can cause a toxic environment for other people? Wow. Wow. 
That is interesting. Say say more about that. Like I I see that. Uh, wow. Yeah. Go ahead. Say more about that, please. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I've been in some environments myself. So you know. If I ever said that I wasn't in a toxic environment, I, I'd be lying, right? Um, and sometimes now, now granted, you know, as a leader, it's my my role to look at myself, right? So I'm not always going to walk around and point the finger and say, oh, this is a toxic environment because everyone else. I'll be honest. Like, I have been in environments where I'm just not the norm. I'm an oddball, and I'm this person that has run up, jumped on this fence, and knocked everybody else down because no one else is smiling. No one else is really happy. No one else is excited or working at 100 miles per hour, and then here I come, and people are like, and I'm supposed to be like that? We're, we're, not, we're not doing that. <laughs> right, right. So that makes me um, a part of the problem so I have to and that's why I wanted to say Jason let's talk about toxic environments but let's talk about how we can check ourselves at the door because where are we coming in causing toxicity it might not mm. always be the environment it might be us in it so like mm. how do you how do you gauge that yeah so that's an interesting perspective you know that that can be either intentional or unintentional when mm -hmm. you're coming in because not only are when you're checking your attitude at the door, it's are you making an assumption that it, the relationship or the environment is going to be toxic or are you making an assumption that it's not going to be toxic or are you making an assumption that once you get into the environment, it's going to become toxic. So yeah. checking your attitude at the door uh, yeah. puts full accountability on yourself, you know, myself, yeah. as it relates to how I'm going to relate to everyone else uh, during the process of, you know, during the process of working and, uh, uh, and during the day. In the past, you mentioned my Mindset Monday videos, and I explained why I made those. And in every video, I used to make them every other week. And in every video, I would say, hey, I make these Mindset Monday videos, or we make these videos to help encourage you to start the week off right. Right. So I love what you just said about it, about this assumption that we make going into this environment. Is it going to be us? Is it going to be them? I think that the first thing that we need to do when it comes to battling a toxic environment is really a look at ourselves, but then b go into this, go into the environment with a positive mindset, go into the environment feeling that you're not going to be a problem and no one else is because I really believe that if we think optimistically, that's what we'll see. If we think positive, we'll see positive things. We'll see, we'll see good things happen. And so the first and foremost um, thing that we need to keep in mind when it comes to whether or not it, we're in a toxic environment or a toxic workplace is <laughs> how we're showing up. What yeah, do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a, something that is called the law of attraction. Yeah. Uh, but in the brain, uh, it's called the reticular activating system. And it's a part of the brain that filters out everything that we are not focused on mm. and brings about what is called confirmation bias. Mm. Uh, simply meaning that, let's say, for instance, you know, you want to get this new truck, you know, a new mm. Range Rover, new Range Rover Velar. 
uh-huh. specifically. And then all of a sudden you start seeing a lot of Range Rover Velars. You know, yeah. so were they always there before you started focusing right. on them? Yes, they were. But now that but you, now have you start focus exactly. So now that you have start focusing on mm. it, that's basically all you're gonna start seeing. And so checking our attitude at the door is are we going into the organization with the mindset that there's going to be trouble? Then if mm. that's how we're going into the relate. Uh, into the organization, then you should expect trouble. Is that what we're always perceiving too? Yeah, yeah. That we're all. You should expect some toxicity. That's you it. should expect some rumors and some gossiping, some backbiting. And mm-hmm. some now, was it always there before you focus on it? Yes, <laughs> probably. <huh? laughs> yeah, exactly. But now that you're focused on it, it it's just going to, uh, uh, you know, it's just going to continue to grow. So I'm so glad that, you know, you decided, we decided to talk about checking our attitude um, at the door uh, before going into these, uh, uh, going into these organizations, because whether they are toxic or not, eliminating toxicity begins at checking our attitude at the door, mm. right? Yeah. Because you can be in this toxic environment, but it does not have to, that toxic environment doesn't have to be in you. Ooh, so let's let's pick it up right there. So let's just say that the toxic environment is in us. And let's just say that this toxic environment is a real thing. I want to talk about that for a moment because the CDC says high blood pressure can damage your health in many ways. It can seriously hurt important organs like your heart, your brain, your kidneys, and your eyes. And I know um, I have been in in a toxic workplace or in in an environment that was so toxic that I had high blood pressure. Jason, let me tell you, (laughs) okay, a normal blood pressure is like 120 over 80. So, you know, the top number, I believe, is the systolic. And then the bottom number is the diastolic. Now, I'm not a doctor, so we'll have to talk to a doctor about what all those numbers mean or those names means or, you know, Pull up, you know, the definition for what each of those numbers are. But the num- the normal is 120 over 80. They like to see 120 over 60. That's even better. That's when you're calm. I had been in an environment that was so toxic. And I promise I tried to be as nice and kind and just smile as much as I possibly could. My blood pressure was like... At 90 at that bottom number it was 90 plus sometimes even 100 my blood pressure was so high and growing mm. up you know I would hear older people say oh my blood pressure is high my blood pressure I never understood it but when I started experiencing that and my body started changing like it almost was like my blood ran hot things that people would say when you're younger and you're like I don't understand what that means I finally started understanding what that was now I know how to recognize when my blood pressure is high and low because be, because of that experience, I had no choice but to know that my blood pressure was high. And I knew it. I could start feeling it. It was so high. And I thought to myself, this is real? You know, yeah. an iceberg in a volcano? Yeah, Tell yeah, me. absolutely. Absolutely. And that's exactly what it seems like, an uh, iceberg in a volcano. That's so misplaced. It's so extreme, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, that the physical uh, uh, 
you know, components to the, the physical things that we feel, uh, the illnesses, the, mm. the, the aches and pains. So it's like uh, mm. eating an explosion, you know. Right. It's like eating an explosion. Eventually, if you don't get that explosion out of you, it's going to explode in you. And then you're going to end up exploding on someone else. And so mm. anger is an emotion. Love is an emotion. These emotions don't go away once they have exposed themselves to us. They're going to be expressed in some form or fashion. So we have to find a way to, you know, to to express those things, because the more that we continue to just harbor those feelings, right, Mm. especially anger, it will eventually lead to burnout and it eventually lead to stress. Right. And these are all health claims that can be filed on insurance claims whether Mm. organizations or leaders know it or not so uh, Mm. it's really so organizations when they're checking their attitude at the door who's at the door to help them to check their attitude Mm. you know to help them to eliminate uh you know uh, uh toxicity in the workplace so if leaders have uh vacancies right even though they're present but they're vacant uh, they're mm. not, they don't have any executive presence, uh, mm. you know, and no pulse on the culture of the organization. And then, but you start seeing the numbers of retention going down, engagement going down, mm. your bottom line going down, right? You're losing your ideal customer, your products and services. The quality of it is beginning beginning to dissipate. Uh, you, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't wonder why that's happening. You should have presence in your mm. organization to help eliminate some of this uh, toxicity. So it's, you know, in, instead of taking the route of, you know, you have a dirty fish tank and you say that, well, it's because of these two fish that mm. the tank is dirty. So let's take these two fish out and then let's replace these two fish with two cleaner fish. But <laughs> you you know, but you place those fish in a in the same dirty tank. In the same dirty tank. Ooh, what do you yeah. expect to happen in a period of time? We can't do that. And I will say, like, you know, as as both an employee and a leader, you know, like it is so important. Yes, for our organizations, if we have healthy environments, we increase the bottom line and it's just overall good for the organization, especially when it comes to ROI. But also when it comes to like the health of our employees and the health of ourselves, if we're leaders, you know, going back to me experiencing and learning what blood pressure was because of, you know, such an unhealthy work environment I was in. You know, the CDC says that high blood pressure can cause a heart attack and a stroke. And these things lead to death. They can cause death. So coming in, you know, our whole goal shouldn't always be on how much is your company making? We should also think about how healthy are we? I just feel like, you know, I saw this saw this commercial with Steve Harvey and he was talking about his day, 16 hour day. And in this, in this commercial, he took a moment to talk about why he works out, why it's important for him to go and work out. And he says, you know, I I just work too hard to make this money and not be able to spend it. You know, and I go to the gym and tell my trainer that I say, you know what? I work really, really hard. I work too hard to just die. 
you know, for, for just not being healthy. Yeah. And managing yeah. my stress levels comes with that. Yeah. You know, making sure the people that are around me are prioritizing their health as well, because as leaders, we can't just always stay focused on the dollar. We have to also stay focused on the health of the people who help us make that, if that's what's important to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that is so phenomenal. So, listen, this is a discussion, man, that is uh, worth worth sharing. So I'm looking forward to. Uh, hearing from uh, some of our audience members uh, once they uh, listen to this podcast and, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, leave some ratings for us or maybe even ask a question. So is yeah. there any closing comments that you would like to give uh, on the subject matter? Absolutely. Yeah. So really not any, any, any comments, but really a question. Have you dealt with the toxic environment? Have you worked in a toxic workplace? And how have you overcome that? What was the experience like? What did you feel? How did you know or realize that it was a toxic environment? And did you decide that you were the problem or did you think someone else was? Wow. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent question. Is that <laughs> that's for the audience members? That's for the audience members. Yes. I, I don't yeah. want anyone having a heart attack out there. You know, let's not overstress. Let, you know, working should be a good thing, right? Working, we work so we can provide for ourselves and provide for our families. If we're working to just kind of bury ourselves early, then that might not be what we need to do, or we might not be in those places that put us in those positions. So tell us about where you have even felt whole health, where you feel happy where you were. And where you knew you were in the right place and you were actually thriving and, and doing the best for yourself and, and your families. Excellent question. Excellent. And I think that, you know, your question is the perfect question to use uh, for organizations, individuals, you know, to start having discussions about the workplace, you know, how to, can we eliminate it? What kind of real candid, what kind of real uh, integra integrity questions or integrity conversations, you know, uh, transparent, you know, mm -hmm. uh, conversations that we can start having. I've had mm -hmm. um, these, uh, I've had a couple of guests on the show before, and I'm going to invite them back so mm -hmm. that they have a discussion with you and I. It's uh, Jackie uh, Stavros. Um, uh, and they have this uh, and I've, the, they have uh, she's teamed up with another lady and they have this is called uh, conversations worth having. Yeah. And um, definitely is something that, uh, you know, we want to have a conversation with them talking about the transparency and reframing of how you see negativity and how you can have discussions. But next mm -hmm. week, though. We got a powerful, powerful principal that's going to uh, mm -hmm. be, be our guest. And, you know, I'm looking forward to people hearing uh, that one there as well. Yes, Principal Nicole Cush. We can't wait to have her on um, from Silsa and just, you know, just hear her dynamic um, stories of influence from both herself, her students, and the teachers around her. That's going to be fun. So be sure to tune in and thanks for listening today, guys. Much success. Hey, thank you for enjoying another episode of Leadership is Podcast. This was season four, episode two. Checking your attitude at the door, eliminating toxicity in the workplace. Excellent discussion. And of course, 
you know, it's a great platform for you all to use to start having these discussions in your own organizations, within your own teams. How do we start the process of eliminating toxicity in our workplace? So make sure you tune in next week as we have an interview with Nicole Cush. She's a principal of a prominent school that's here in Western North Carolina. We'll talk about it more uh, next week. And listen, always remember leadership is influence and service.